What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports, or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Higus, and welcome back, everybody, as this weekend is the championship weekend, so we're going to be getting into the game's deep depth analysis, and I'm going to give my predictions. So without further ado, let's get it. So before I begin my predictions and analysis on the games, a lot of people may be wondering, where are the TikToks? Where are the tweets? They are coming. Uh, We are going to take a little break from them this week. I'm waiting on a very big college decision. Uh, It's taking up a lot of my time. I'm making sure that I get in so that, you know, I I can venture off into my quest to becoming a sports analyst. Uh, by taking sports media classes and and public relations, I'm I'm just trying to learn. So I got a decision coming up, uh, whether I get in or not, and I should be getting that before February 1st or on February 1st. So as soon as February 1st pass, TikTok videos, tweets are gonna be going crazy just like they were before. But you guys don't want to hear that hoopla. I know what you guys are here for. You want to see my predictions on this weekend's game. So without further ado, let's get into it. We have two games this weekend, both on Sunday, the NFC Championship game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. And on the AFC side, you got the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. So which game are we gonna start with? We're gonna start with my lock of the week, which is gonna go over to the NFC side between the Eagles and 49ers. You may be asking, who is my lock of the week? Well, let's get into it. We're going to be doing a position-by-position analysis like we have done the last couple of weeks to decide who is winning this football game position-wise. So let's start at the quarterback for these two teams. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. Brock Purdy, even though he is good, And I feel like I've been hating a lot on Brock Purdy. I really do like Brock Purdy. I don't think he'll be a starter on the 49ers next season. I think, one, he is eligible to go to another team, or if the 49ers allow him to, he could be a good starter uh, for a quality team. But I believe that the 49ers probably will stick with Trey Lance. But going back, he probably is the weakest of the four remaining quarterbacks in the NFL playoffs. And considering he's a rookie and he was the last pick in the draft, I don't think that's a very surprising uh, fact there. But he is the weakest of the four quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. Even though Brock Purdy may potentially outplay him in this game in some miracle, I do believe that the Eagles win the quarterback matchup. Then at running back, the 49ers take it. Uh, I have talked about how much I love the Miles Sanders, how much I love the way the Eagles run the ball. They ran extremely well against the Giants last weekend, but you can't take away from the fact I always uh, enunciate that the running back and wide receiver positions are more on individual talent, uh, more so than their overall game, because I, I do believe that the Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll go into this later, uh, passed the ball better uh, stat-wise than the Bengals and do it more productively. 
but talent-wise, we all know that the wide receiver core of the Bengals is better than the Chiefs. So going back with the running backs, Christian McCaffrey is the most talented uh, running back in this category. You know, unless it's a running quarterback versus running quarterback situation, I only stick to the running back position. And in this case, I'm going McCaffrey over Sanders. Then at wide receiver, I've talked about how much I love the core of the Eagles wide receiving duo between Smith and A.J. Brown, but they come up against really fierce competition here in the 49ers who also have one of the best receiving cores. I do stick with the narrative that I will include the running back in the receiving talks, uh, especially if they are receiving back, and Christian McCaffrey very much is. Am, am I going to go with the 49ers here? No. Uh, although I do love Ayuk, I love Debo, and Christian McCaffrey is one of the best receiving backs, if not the best, in the NFL. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith have been one of the most, possibly the most, maybe behind Waddle Hill and Chase and Higgins, have been one of the most productive duos wide receiver-wise in the NFL. I think they are going to show out because... I believe that the Eagles are going to be forced to pass in this game going up against that 49ers pass rush. So I believe that they're going to have to pass the ball a lot and that's going to allow Smith and Brown to have a big game. Then we move on to the tight end. You got Kittle, you got Goddard. I'm going Kittle. I don't think it's much of a competition. Kittle is great on off runs, but we focus on the position itself. He's still a great tight end, and Brock Purdy seems to really, really feel attached to him as a receiver. They throw He throws the ball to Kittle a lot, and I think that's helped his productivity with Purdy being in there at quarterback. So I got Kittle over Goddard, but Goddard is still a very, very key piece to this Eagles offense. Then we move on to the offensive line. I've already talked about it before. Even though I really like the 49ers offensive line, the Eagles have the best offensive line in the NFL and especially left in the playoffs. They are going to have a very tough matchup in the 49ers defensive line. This is, in my opinion, the best versus the best. I don't believe the 49ers have the best defense in the entire NFL, but they do have the best remaining. And it is very strong at the defensive line so we're gonna see a huge very important matchup between the Eagles offensive line and the 49ers defensive line I believe whoever wins that battle is going to allow their team to win the game then we move on to the defense this is really tough the, the 49ers defense I think is starting to prove to me that it could possibly be the best defense in the NFL obviously I've said the Cowboys and they did play very well against the 49ers offense just obviously the Cowboys offense wasn't able to produce very much but the 49ers defense is making a case to me on why they are the best they're proving to me I know it's it's all because of me um and the Eagles defense I think is so underrated and I'm not saying like it isn't considered good but this is by far a top three to five defense in the entire NFL and they are just strong on all fronts their defensive line their linebackers their safeties they are in my opinion a more marketable version of the Bengals defense just kind of strong in all areas they don't rely or go through one superstar and they are going to be a very tough matchup for the 49ers defense 
because I believe the the rush of the Cowboys defense was extremely good. Uh, and then outside of Trayvon Diggs, I don't really believe in a lot of the secondary of the Cowboys defense. With the Eagles, you now have that same type of defensive line of linebackers, but then your secondary is extremely strong. So this is going to come down to can the 49ers run the ball and then it's going to go over to the Eagles. Can they pass the ball? Because I believe that's what both of them are going to have to do to win this game. And I know they both have the capability to do both. But the question is, will they be able to execute? So the defense I am going to give to the 49ers, but the Eagles are going to have a lot to take care of on defense and I think they can do it. I think this is going to be extremely a defensive battle. I think this game is going to be very low scoring defensive and the other one is going to be a shootout. So then we move on to our final category which I combine together of special teams and coaching uh, because if I'm being honest they don't affect the game that much more than the other positions we've talked about. But yeah special teams and coaching on the 49ers side, you have a very experienced coach in Kyle Shanahan. And then Robbie Gold, who is also a very, very experienced kicker in this league. And then on the Eagles side, you have a not very experienced coach in Nick Sirianni, who uh, it, you can say has done a good job. I personally believe he was just given a good roster to begin with, uh, but you can't fault him at all for that. And then Jake Elliott, who has been in the... NFL for a few years uh but he's not the oldest face around so you got the young versus the experienced and I do think the experience grabs it a little bit here uh because not because of the kicking but uh Kyle Shanahan just comes up with a lot of schemes that are very creative and and exciting to me and he knows how to attack the other team. So whereas Nick Sirianni, I think, relies on the talent of his quarterback, of his receivers, more to make the play. Which shows that he has trust in his team, which is not to be excused in any way as worse than knowing the schemes. Uh, but you have to be able to adjust. And if the 49ers come out and are playing the Eagles well uh, defensively and just are able to stop the Eagles offense uh, I think that can cause a lot of problems for the coaching staff of the Eagles so let's recap the Eagles get the quarterback matchup 1-0 49ers get the running back 1-1 Eagles get wide receivers 2-1 49ers get tight end 2-2 offensive line goes to the Eagles 3-2 defense goes to the 49ers 3-3 special teams and coaching goes to the 49ers so the 49ers win the positional matchup four to three but here's what it's going to come down to after the offensive line of the eagles and the defensive line of the 49ers battle this is going to come down to who can come out in the clutch moments and the way brock purdy played last week against the cowboys did not super impress me and i believe if we get another performance like that from purdy and he didn't do bad he just didn't do great um and that just shows his inexperience. He is a rookie and, you know, wasn't this top draft pick. I do believe that this is going to be an extremely close game. The only reason it's my lock of the week is because I am not certain about either team on the other side. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. I believe that when it comes down to it, this will be a close, low-scoring game. And it will come down to the final drive. I don't know who will have the final drive, but... 
if the Eagles have the final drive, I think Jalen Hurts is clutch enough to pull it out as he is a bit experienced and, and, and more talented. Uh, but if the 49ers have the last drive, I just think the nerves may finally get to Purdy and he will fall short. And that's truly what it comes down to. I am a believer that the NFL does slightly come down to a quarterback game. And I believe that Hurts overpowers Purdy in this situation. So I got the Eagles. Shall I give a score? Um, It's going to be low scoring. I believe that the Eagles will win this one. 23, sorry, 21 to 13. 21 to 13, an eight-point difference, and I am excited to see it. It will be the first game this Sunday in the early afternoon. I will, of course, be watching it before I head over to a bit of a party uh, to watch the Bengals and Chiefs game, which let's get right into that because that is my awesome, Yeah, so I mean, that might just give it away right there, but let's go into the position by position matchup. At quarterback, we go off of talent. Even though Burrow is 3-0 against Mahomes, we have cemented ourselves into what we decide and how we decipher the picks for the positions. So we're going with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. He is the more talented quarterback. Please, no one try to argue it. Even though Burrow may have his number, we all know who the better quarterback overall is. At running back, we stick with talent. Even though the running game has been producing more this season for the Chiefs, Mixon is the best running back in this matchup. He could arguably be, he's not better than McCaffrey, but he is a top two running back left in the NFL playoffs. So the Bengals win the running back matchup. Then we move to the wide receivers, which we already decided, even though the passing attack has been stronger this season from the Chiefs, the wide receiver core, the talent of Chase, Higgins, and Boyd is clearly more dominant than the core of Juju, Valdez, Gantling, Kadarius, Tony. Even though they have produced very well, I think it's clear to see that the Bengals trio overpowers. Then we move on to the tight end. Uh, I love Hurst. I love Hayden Hurst so much. He, he's getting smacked uh, in this matchup. Kelsey is by far, and I, I genuinely mean there is not even a close debate that Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL without question. He is going to be, if the Chiefs win this game, he is going to be the reason. It is going to be the Bengals weren't able to stop him. But if the Bengals are able to stop him or or limit him in some way, that will probably win the game for them. I do believe this game will come down to the matchup of the Bengals defense versus the Chiefs offense, which does strictly run through Mahomes and Kelsey. Then we move on to the offensive line. So this one, a lot, a lot of people will go instantly Chiefs here. And to a degree... I do agree, bars. Um, but here's the problem. The last couple of weeks, the Chiefs offensive line has looked really weak. The last game of their season and in the divisional round matchup, they had a lot of moments where Mahomes was getting chased and it ended up costing them as because of pressure, Mahomes sprained his ankle. And then the Bengals offensive line, you look at it, it's not talented. There's nobody really 
nameable on there if you're not a Bengals fan. And yet, Burrow only got sacked once. He didn't really get pressured all that much. And Mixon had over 100 yards rushing. So, yes, you can say off of talent and off of notability of names that yeah, the Chiefs dominate this matchup. But the way they've played lately, the last few games, I believe the argument goes towards the Bengals. So, off of talent, which we've talked about, I do believe it goes to the Chiefs. But if you're looking at relevancy, the Bengals offensive line has played significantly better than the Chiefs as of late. But I will go Chiefs for the offensive line. Then at defense... It, I mean, come on. It's got, it's got to go to the Bengals. You, if you are not in the world yet where the Bengals have a top defense in the NFL, like one of the best, then then you're not watching football anymore. Uh, I'm very tired of, of trying to be humble about that. The, the Bengals defense is one of the best in the NFL, and it's not because of some notable name. It's not because of some superstar. It's because of the coaching and the chemistry between the players. They all know how to play the fundamentals of football, and nobody on there is gonna be some all-pro level player. Obviously, Hendrickson got voted to the Pro Bowl. It doesn't matter, because hopefully they're not gonna be playing in it anyways. But, you know, the, uh, the Bengals defense just knows how to work together, and the Chiefs defense has slightly improved from where they were last season, but I just don't think they've done the the work and the improvement that the Bengals have done the last couple of years and this is without arguably one of their best players on defense Awuzie the entire season so the Bengals defense I think overpowers the Chiefs defense as we move into our final category the special teams and coaching and on the kicking side there is absolutely absolutely no difference here Harrison Butker has had a down year. McPherson, compared to his rookie season, is having a down year. Uh, so you can really pick at your choosing here, and either one will work. Uh, McPherson, obviously we know, has the ability to be clutch, but we also know that Butker has the ability to be clutch. So you can't really decide there, so it comes down to the coaching. And I have slightly done a 180 on Zach Taylor recently. I do believe that he is a good coach. Um, but here is the issue. Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and, and I don't believe you can argue that. So although I have flipped on, on Zach Taylor, and I, I do believe he is good, he's very much a player's coach. He knows how to speak to his players. I just believe that Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and if you truly give him the ability to work and, and do his plays and not get swayed by any of his players, that he can coach them to win this football game. But on the Bengals' side, it goes outside of just Zach Taylor, Luana Maramu. I mispronounced that name very badly, but I promise I know. My words, my words just slurred a little bit there. But the Bengals' coaching staff as a whole knows how to adapt, and so this is going to be a coaching battle. Uh, Andy Reid is going to send out plays, and it's going to be up to the Bengals to be able to adapt to what they are doing and be able to transition on, on the flip of a coin there uh, to be able to defeat this team. So let's check the position matchups. Let's recap it. Chiefs got the quarterback 1-0. Bengals get the running back 1-1. Bengals get the receivers 2-1. Chiefs get the tight end, so we're back to 2-2. At the offensive line, I give it to the Chiefs, so 3-2. Then at defense, you give it to the Bengals, 3-3. Three, three. 
and in coaching and special teams, I give it to the Chiefs. So the Chiefs win the positional matchup four to three, but you look at the matchups that they've won and it's barely. I do believe in the special teams and the coaching of the Bengals. The quarterback, if you're asking me, this is the number one and the number two quarterback in the NFL, so it's closer than you think. And then the only one that they very, very much split from is tight end with Kelsey versus Hurst. And then the offensive line, I already spoke about a bunch. Then you look at the Bengals' uh, positional matchups. It, based off talent, they dominate at running back. Based off talent, they dominate at wide receiver. And based off performance and talent, they're, I believe, way, way ahead of the of the uh, Chiefs defense. So if you're asking me the positional matchups, even though it is four to three in the favor of the Chiefs, the ones that they are winning are pretty close outside of tight end. The ones that the Bengals are winning their three matchups, they dominate. Uh, so as you may have guessed by this being my upset of the week, uh, I have the Bengals winning this football game and you know what i know that that is actually a popular pick and that is in no way with with the betting or anything i just believe that a lot of people think the bengals are going to win this game and i think there's reason to be they're 3-0 against them in 2022 they clearly have their number they know how to play defense on this offense and their defense can't really stop our offense and I think they come into this game a lot less of underdogs just because we know that they can beat them. And the Chiefs didn't come off the most impressive win like they did last playoffs compared to the Bengals coming off a very impressive win against the Bills. So I think that the Chiefs are going to come in here. They're not going to be as cautious with the Bengals. And the Bengals are going to come out and win this one. What's the final score going to be? I believe it's going to be a very high offensive game so i believe that the final score is going to be 34 to 24 bengals i believe that it will be a high scoring game both teams will have over 20 points but i think eventually the bengals defense is going to find an answer for the chiefs offense but the chiefs defense will not find an honor offer but the chiefs defense will not find an answer against the Bengals offense which will allow them to get to a 10 point lead uh later in the game in the fourth quarter which will allow them to eventually run out of clock and end the game so those are my predictions we have my lock of the week Eagles over the 49ers and my upset of the week Bengals over Chiefs which allow it to be a Bengals Eagles Super Bowl I'm sure the women will love that uh, because you have the, undoubtedly the the two most attractive quarterbacks in there. Uh, I won't make any arguments for Jimmy Garoppolo. I just believe that it's Hurts and Burrow. So we'll have to see what happens. Uh, I hope that you guys very much enjoy your weekend as that is all the time we have for today's episode. So just a reminder, February 1st and past, the TikToks and everything will be back so go ahead and check those out at Rookie Ball Podcast when that date does happen. Uh, and I'll talk to you guys about my college decision as well. Because I want you guys to be included in my life, know where I came from. So when I do come up, you guys are there for the entire ride. So I hope you guys do enjoy this weekend. Enjoy the football because we only have these two games and then one more after that. So I hope you guys enjoy and I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Get out of here!